1: And no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zin 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
2: Mallor here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst Hope you're doing well. We're back at it again. And the mayhem and anarchy of the outside world, the backdrop, which is hopefully slowing down a little bit. I've been uh, observing some of the news, which is always dangerous. I've, I've tried to cut back on that because it uh, just wears you out. Just wears you out. You know, because I, when I was watching the uh, the news during the original uh, apocalypse, the beginning stage of the apocalypse, I could only do about 20 minutes a day. And now with what's been going on in the last week, I'm... I was watching a lot of it, but I cut back a little bit. Cut back a little bit. Uh, but we now have an NFL head coach, which is tied into the current events, an NFL head coach who is about to face the wrath of angry online mobs. In fact, probably already doing that. We're talking about Vic Fangio, Uncle Vic. What? Did you hear about that? Maybe you didn't hear about this. It's relatively new. The Broncos head coach, Vic Fangio, lifetime NFL assistant, always the bridesmaid, never the bride as far as a head coach until last year. Well, he had an online virtual news conference on Tuesday. What could possibly go wrong? Well, depends on which quote you take out from Vic Fangio. The one that's got legs that people are freaking out about is the one where he said, Vic Fangio, that he does not think discrimination is a problem in the NFL. In fact, just to prove that, We actually have the audio tape, so let's go to the audio tape. Here is Vic Fangio, the Bronco coach, and we will try to determine together, you and I, whether this rises to uh, high crimes and misdemeanors. Here we go. I think our problems in the NFL along those lines are minimal. We're a league of uh, meritocracy. You earn what you get. You get what you earn. I don't see um, racism at all in the NFL. I don't see discrimination in the NFL. You know, we live in a great atmosphere, like I alluded to earlier. We're lucky. We we all live together, joined as one for one common goal, and we all intermingle and mix tremendously. You know, if society reflected an NFL team, we'd all be great. All right, so he's selling the NFL, the virtues of the National Football League, and the key part of that, the money part of this quote, I don't see racism uh, racism at all in the NFL. I don't see discrimination in the NFL. That's the key part, close quote. Uh, And with that, the flag is up, and uh, we are off to the races. Here we go. So let's discuss the question, what are the chances here that that soundbite could lead to Vic Fangio being fired as coach of the Broncos? Now, you got to factor in the year 2020. you got to factor in what has happened. We had an NBA broadcaster who was forced to resign from his NBA post and uh, also forced uh, out as a talk show host because of online commentary, which many people felt was harmless, but uh, certain people were offended by it, and so he lost his job, both of his jobs. And now you have Vic Fangio. So I'm going to set the odds on this. Again, based on the times we're living in right now in the moment, at minus 700 that Vic Fangio does not make it till next week as coach of the Broncos. Now, if you're not a gambler, that implies there's an 87% chance this man is going to lose his job. 87%. There's only a 13% chance I see that Fangio can stick around in Denver. So my thoughts, you've got Outrage Army, Twisted, and the sixth grade, and we will tie all these things together. Now, A, what Vic Fangio said, for most people, is benign. He's an NFL coach. He likes working in the NFL. He thinks the NFL is not racist, right? Anyone with common sense would say, okay, what's the problem with that? Well, see, that's the issue. A lot of people aren't using common sense. Fangio used the line, which we've used a lot. Many people do. They talk about the meritocracy of the NFL, and he doesn't see racism in the league and says the world would be better. He also said the world would be a better place if, uh, in, in another quote there, I don't think it was in this one, if the the league, the world was like the league. Now, this is a guy that's worked in the NFL since 1986. In fact, he's been in the NFL so long that he was an assistant coach with my old Fox Sports Radio alumni friend, Jim Mora. Diddly-poo, that guy. Yeah, the great Jim Mora used to work here Back in the day when he was coaching the Saints and he had Vic Fangio as an assistant. So there's a, a brief connection. That's how I relate to this, unless it's not how I relate to it. But I loved working with Jim Moore back in the day. So anyway, in the past, I don't know, two years ago, three years ago, maybe that, maybe not even that soon. Maybe we got to go back like 10 years. Uh, these comments would not have risen to the level of a fireable offense. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Now I believe they do. I believe, reading the room, getting the temperature in the room, I believe that Vic Fangio is in extreme danger of losing his job. And I would expect this story to pick up. You It came in in the evening to nighttime hours. It started hitting some of the big sports outlets. And then the way the 24-hour sports news cycle works with no sports – these are the type of stories that get bounced around the pinball machine, the echo chamber of sports conversation, and they start spreading like wildfire. But that's that's one part of this, right? There's a couple legs to this story. That's one part. The other problem is the, the social media game. And once the bugle has been sounded, the outrage army will go hoppity hop right to the front lines, and if they determine that they need to put a target on Vic Fangio, he's done. Right? The smartphone warriors will demand a pound of flesh, and they will put the pedal to the metal, and he is in trouble. It happened to Grant Napier, who had been the TV voice of the Sacramento Kings since Ronald Reagan was the president, I believe, 1988, uh, maybe the end of Reagan, uh, but he, I believe that was the year, 19, yeah, 1988. So anyway, 30-plus uh, year career, and he is out. Uh, the uh, the mob got him. They had their pitchforks out, and they uh, called him out, and he lost his job, uh, which I guess now we have to call him a racist and a KKK member and all that because certain people think he is, so we have to agree with that. Uh, even though I saw Chris Russo, who has known this guy since he was a kid, and says that's not the case, but I guess you can pick and choose what you choose to believe. So now part B of this. There are so many variables as we get back to the meat and potatoes of this story involving Denver. Everything right now is being parsed over, and much of it is being twisted into inflammatory rhetoric. And from what I am reading here, Vic Fangio has several things working against him based on the initial reaction to this story. Now, what are those things as deemed by the court of social media? The main concern Vic has, there's two of them. The the first is that he's old by coaching standards. He's 61. It's a young person's game. He's a bleeping dinosaur. The... Argument is he's an analog man in a digital world. He's also got the problem of being a white guy, an older white guy. That is looked down upon against uh, many parts of society. You are ashamed for that, and that is a problem for Vic Fangio. I don't know how he can change that. Also, the fact that the Broncos have a mediocre football team, and he's only had one year on the job. Denver was 7-9 and nine in his first season as head coach. The team was boring, they didn't show any real passion. There was no real fire for the Broncos last year. There were some people that were that, that thought things would be better than they were. They had a losing record, and they were pretty mediocre, and so be it. But w- what about the positives? Now, it's not all negative for Fangio. That's about a lot of stuff you got to overcome in the times we're living in today. But the positives, you've got John Elway is still in charge. And the ownership set up in Denver, because Pat Boland died a couple years ago, it's it's a little disjointed. So John Elway is the sheriff in town. He does not seem like the type to bow down to the angry online mobs. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he will. Uh, and, in fact, I think the odds are that ultimately if this becomes big enough over the next 24 hours, Fangio's toast. But he's also at the mercy of the Bronco players. And when I say that, I'm talking about the star players, mainly Vaughn Miller, Uh, They don't have many star players in the Broncos, but Von Miller, uh, if he decides to show support for Fangio, then that will go a long way, and that will obviously change the odds dramatically. But if Miller does not support Vic Fangio and says, I don't like Uncle Vic, uh, then we got issues, and then we're off to the races. Now, the last word here. So the NFL in general, even though they talk a good game a lot, they don't have a lot of people who stand up, to political correctness. There's not like Dana White, there's no Dana White type figure in the NFL. You know Dana White, the people were trashing the UFC and Dana White said uh, F the reporter. Essentially what he said, right? They were they were trying to shame him and shame the UFC and Dana White's like screw you, you know, f you, I don't care. That's an alpha male. We don't have a lot of alpha males uh, in in positions of power, which is odd because to play football, you generally to be good at it, you have to be of uh, the alpha Persona, we got a lot of omegas. And it's not just in the NFL, it's around the sporting landscape here. And these people freak out because of public opinion. Uh, and they are desperate to gain and curry favor with the general public public. Uh, the entire period uh, is a reminder and a refresher, of course, that freedom of speech is is misleading. And I, we've talked about this in the past when Kaepernick was doing his thing. And the same thing applies to Vic Fangio. So it's time now for a Maller Civics 101 class. We'll go back, though, to like sixth grade. Okay, we'll go back. This is basic. This is basic stuff here. So just to clarify, the people say, well, what about Fangio's uh, free speech? Let me point out, nobody with a job has the latitude to say what they want spontaneously. That's not how free speech works. A lot of people don't understand that. That the way I understand it, unless you agree with the popular opinion, mainly your employer, the group think if your employer is part of that, uh, you're allowed to say that. But if you don't say that and you say the other thing, you're in trouble, right? Otherwise, you don't have freedom of speech. The First Amendment has limited guarantees, but it offers no protection from being fired for something that you've said, right? Either in the workplace or outside of it, such as social media. You can be fired for things you tweet out. You can people lose their jobs. Grant Napier lost his job. Many of us think that was benign, but uh, the people that hire him, the people that employ him, did not. And so they got rid of him. Uh, but the, the, the key thing here, why that is, the, the amendment, the First Amendment addresses actions by the government to impede free speech, not the private sector. So if you're a government worker, it's a little different. But if you're in the public sector, and you're most of us are, then you don't have free speech. Uh, you don't. Uh, meaning if you say or do something to annoy your corporate overlords, uh, you get a pink slip. You have to walk the plank. We saw that with Colin Kaepernick. People were upset by that. They said his First Amendment rights were violated. No, they weren't. Right? They were not violated. He hurt the business of football. So the NFL said, all right, we're going to get rid of you. We're a private business. We're going to get rid of you. Vic Fangio, ironically, is facing the same situation because there will be people that will say this is bad for the NFL. What Vic Fangio said is bad, that the NFL is racist and that Fangio can't say these things. And so he is walking the same path. Now, we'll see what the outcome is in the coming days, but it's an interesting story
0: to follow. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2
1: a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Order online at Zin.com. That's ZYN.com To start your new journey today with the Zyn 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex
3: Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com
2: slash with Amex. Hey, Smaller here. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one
3: is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write.
2: We go to the Big Apple now where the madness continues there. I've some family in New York. It is out of control. Bill de Blasio, the mayor of New York City, is in over his head. He is not doing a good job there stopping the madness and the lawlessness in New York. But we're going to talk about the New York NBA team here. A, kind of an NBA team. The Knickerbockers. The drama is being cranked up. Now, James Dolan... The much maligned owner of that team is in the eye of the storm. Uh, And what did the Knicks owner do? Well, if you didn't see this, and maybe you didn't, he initially refused to issue a public statement from the Knicks and MSG regarding the death of George Floyd at the hands of the police. That was upsetting to many in the media, and then he defended the decision initially to stay silent, with an internal email, which of course was conveniently leaked to the media for public consumption. And in that initial email, James Dolan or someone underneath James Dolan wrote, "We at Madison Square Garden stand by our values and respect and pe- respect peaceful protest uh, and p- a peaceful workplace as well." Uh, the statement said, "We always will, as companies in the business." Of sports and entertainment, however, we are not any more qualified than anyone else to offer our opinion on social matters. It's uh, an email, internal email that got leaked to the public. So Dolan got just destroyed for that. And so he sent another email out, and it popped up, of course, in the media because why not? Uh, to clarify his stance on why the Knicks did not issue a statement regarding the death of George Floyd. And so Dolan went on a a different rant here. And in the second email, he uh, checked the boxes that the uh, the media crowd was looking for, uh, and, and they were apparently happy with that. So he wrote in there, let me be clear, we vehemently condemn and reject racism against anyone, period. Uh, Dolan, or someone underneath Dolan, wrote, he added, racism is born of ignorance. Uh, So is that the end of the story? Uh, No. Uh, James Dolan is being called every name in the book. Uh, Every name in the book. Now... Let us discuss. We can agree to disagree if you're uh, on the other side and you think Dolan is a, is a terrible human being. But I've, I've ranted about these type of issues, uh, public statements and decrees from sports teams. So it's something we've talked about a lot over the years. And my position has not changed on this uh, right now. It comes up quite often where something will happen in the real world and then the sports world will comment. Now, normally we don't pay that much attention to it because there's games going on. There's no games going on right now. So this becomes a bigger issue in our little ecosystem here. In sports talk radio, so the the question is you know, how much trouble is James Dolan in, and because he refused initially to join the really pandering, which has been going on with a lot of people in sports. Uh, well, it, it's it's unknown how much trouble he's in, but. I actually like the fact that he didn't put his foot out there at the beginning here, and I'm, I'm going to give make you my elevator pitch. I'll make to my to you my elevator pitch as to why. All right, so my observations: you've got Orwellian, the Big Three, and Casablanca, and uh, we will put all these things together. Now, number one, number one, the Knicks owner. this I get it. He is a convenient punching bag. We've taken pot shots at Dolan over the years. We've unloaded on him, and he does deserve most of the criticism he's gotten. He kicks out teenagers from Madison Square Garden for saying fire Dolan. Uh, he's had several of them escorted out, banned for life. He's had Charles Oakley hogtied and dragged out of the arena. Spike Lee had that little tiff with the MSG security and, and that whole thing. There's a bunch of other little, petty, thin skin stuff that Dolan's known for. On this one, though, generally speaking, I agree with James Dolan. He's not falling victim to the groupthink regarding the celebrity culture that is out there. And Dolan actually used a little bit of nuance in the initial statement, which used to be relatable, but I guess not anymore. And this is one of the things we've been talking about over the years here. The line that resonated with me and maybe it doesn't resonate with you but let me give you the line he said as companies in the business of sports and entertainment we are not any more qualified than anyone else to offer our opinions on social matters all right? aka hey i'm the billionaire i'm i'm going to sit this one out which you'd think would be hallelujah right i mean do we really need another rich billionaire to chime in on these type of things it happens all the time um he's like, I'm not going to grandstand. Well, then the people said, we need you to grandstand. And he said, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. And then he sent the second email out because for the, for the mob, that's, that's a fighting position, right? If you ready to attack, it's it's crazy. You know, I was talking before the show in the production meeting about how like a lot of stuff that I used to read back. And I didn't read a lot of books, but a lot of the stuff that I read back in the day, um, like some of it seems to be happening. Maybe, maybe it's just, maybe I'm not observing things properly, but that Orwellian thought police, where we're living through this in many respects, where they censor speech and they punish individuals by getting them terminated from their employment if they don't follow what you're supposed to say. Uh, And we're seeing that play out all over the place right now, and there's calls for Adam Silver to force James Dolan to sell the team. Of course, those calls have been going on for years, and Adam Silver has not done that and shown he will not do that. He also, Silver said he would not intervene with an owner, even though with Donald Sterling he did. Uh, there's people saying that the Knicks players should boycott, and they're going to boycott if the, you know, the Knicks won't be coming back because they suck, but next season, that this will have long-term effects for James Dolan and crank the lever to full max on the social media overreaction machine and uh, like dolan making a statement about how hurt and upset he is uh, which he somewhat did he talked about in the second statement like that this is going to change anything like the nick fans Already hate the guy. And he said, I should, maybe I should sit this one out because, uh, listen, we're not any more qualified than anyone else, which I think is absolutely correct. Do you think because you own an NBA team or you're a celebrity that you are somehow better? I don't. I know a lot of people do. That's my second point. One of my pet peeves, I've been doing this a while now, is when something happens in the world and celebrities and people in sports run in and think they've got all the answers. Uh and or not even if they have the answers, they just want to be part of it, right? Whatever the movement is. Uh it's the the battle to be woke. And I understand that a lot of people really love this and you really just live in the celebrity culture and you need these people. You worship these people. And the, the way it it appears to me is like the peasants, you know, they they cannot think for themselves and they the unwashed need the celebrity to speak You know, from the monarchy to society. Uh, I'm not like that. Now, again, I understand that most people seem to be like that, that you crave this kind of stuff. You need these kind of declarations from these people in sports and in entertainment. Um, But, you know, I have the bully pulpit here for now. And from this side of the microphone, I just look at these things most of the time, not always, but most of the time as phony and I've ranted many times over the years we've been here, and I've been on microphones, the, the emptiness of this, like these empty gestures that, that happen. Celebrities trying to gain clout, social media clout and, and all that. And we see the Hollywood crowd, many of them bragging about raising money to bail out people that are pillaging communities. Uh, they're enjoying that, getting some attention for that. In sports, we've got proclamations up the wazoo. If you if you enjoy teams sending out statements, I mean, you are in nirvana at this particular point. Everyone's doing it. Uh, team after team saying we can no longer accept this, that, and the other thing, it's a 24-7 all-you-can-eat buffet of the big three, right? Pandering, that's the first part. Virtual uh, Virtue singling, uh, which has always been going on, and then pearl clutching. So you got all three mixed in here, and uh, I've never been someone that needs celebrities to tell me what to think or need to hear what they have to say. Now, it's obviously, I do a talk show, and we talk about what these people say. Uh, That's part of it, but I don't need it. For work, I guess I need it, but I'm I'm not judging my life choices on what I agree with or don't agree with based on a celebrity, whether it be in sports or in Hollywood. But a lot of the sheep apparently do. Um, And a lot of these things are just hollow statements. And James Dolan tried to not join the circus, which is rare. And I guess I now know why these people cannot not join the circus, because you get annihilated and it's this false dilemma fallacy which is in play where you know either you make a statement or you are evil. We hear that all the time, right? The you're either you got to issue the statement or you're supporting the other side. Which I don't know that helps anyone, but people like to use that as ammunition in these types of situations. Now the final point here, so the idea that if James Dolan had only issued a statement initially And not had to make a second statement that also was leaked to the media that somehow we would be in a better place. Um, And that might work in Casablanca. uh, And and maybe you're dreaming about Casablanca. But where I sit, that's ridiculous. I mean, I know that there are some new social media societal norms that are in play and all that stuff. But Dolan being prodded to speak uh, in a virtually scripted statement or be punished as a pariah, uh, that's where we're at, apparently. That's where we're at. And again, I don't, I'm not a James Dolan fan at all. I think the guy's an income poop. And, and people are free to issue statements if they choose to do it. I just think that, that being forced to do it, uh, it's been going on my entire life here. Uh, and nothing's changed. I mean, athletes have been making bold statements, at least for, you know, if you want to go modern social media era, it's been going on. But it goes way back before that. And... They think they have a lot of power, these people, but nothing really changes. Uh, you know, it, from their statements. From their statements. Now that said, Dolan should not again feel forced to make this. Last I checked, you have the opportunity to either make a statement or not mistake make make a statement. I uh, I am also someone that you say, well, Dolan, if people called him out uh, for being like a horrible owner, yeah, but if they called him out for being. You know, some kind of racist. I don't recall that. Now, maybe that'll come out now, right? Grant Napier, that that wasn't really out there, but then all of a sudden the Kings guy became a KKK member uh, over the last couple of days here. So, you know, the, the, the people that he's hired Dolan, when they hired, the Knicks hired most of the coaches and most of the executives they brought in, they had glowing resumes and then became total stumble bums the moment they walked into Madison Square Garden. Even Phil Jackson was not immune to the Knickerbockers and how bad they are. And typically, Dolan undermines the franchise as a whole because he's meddles. He likes to meddle and his incompetence and his neurosis is in play. And that's certainly open conversation. But the way I look at Dolan, he'll treat the teenage fan that calls him out the same way he'll treat Charles Oakley. Right, he treats everyone like the bottom of the the gunk on the bottom of your shoe. So, if you think like that, and it seems like most Knicks fans do regarding James Dolan. Any statement by him, you would think, would ring hollow. And you know, the I just don't buy that this is going to have some big impact on the Knicks. I know that's that's the thing right now in the moment. You're like, oh, this is going to, oh man, the Knicks are done. The Knicks have sucked for 20 years, actually. The last time the Knicks were a champion was what the nineteen seventy early nineteen seventies with Walt Clyde Frazier back in the day, and it's listen before twenty twenty they've been players have been social distancing from Madison Square Garden and unless they're drafted by the Knicks, and they haven't really been great since what Patrick Ewing, and they didn't win uh, the big one with Ewing and. And then they had a little bump after that as well.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
4: If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zinn Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zinn create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Find your Zyn online or in a store near you at Zin.com slash find. That's com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
3: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
4: Hi, checking in for
3: Or the Perfect Table.
4: Hey, where are
3: you? Coming!
2: the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash SportsTireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. There's a lot happening
4: these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now.
2: It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled.
5: All right, Google. what are we at? So, former Patriot Rob Ninkovich revealed yesterday that he does not think Brian Flores will risk Tua's confidence by starting him this year. Now, Ben, we all know that you think that they should start Tua, yeah. but do you think there's a good chance they won't? Well, instead of Rob Ninkovich, we call him Rob Ninkumpoop. I mean, what are we? what is he, a fragile
2: piece of glass? Uh, Tua, tongue of Iloa? I mean, really, listen, first of all, Brian Flores does not live in some kind of island where he works in an Ireland and all that, there's going to be pressure, public and in the Dolphin organization, immense pressure to play Tua Tagovailoa right away, assuming he doesn't vomit all over the field in training camp. He is now the face of that franchise, for better or worse. Let him get on the job training. I don't need to go through that rant again. Let him tip his uh, toe in the water there and see how cold the water is. Now, secondly, it is fiscally irresponsible to not play Tua right away because if he's good the Dolphins as long as he's on his rookie contract can actually be a relevant franchise again something that hasn't happened since Dan Marino was the quarterback the economics of football demand that you play Tua
5: Tagovailoa that doesn't mean he's going to start the first game but you got to play him I believe he will start the first game right away all right next well, so on Tuesday, a Florida judge ruled basically that that Zion Williamson must answer questions under oath about uh, receiving improper benefits at Duke. Uh, originally, he tried to just kind of plead the fifth on that. Yeah. Ben, you have said in the past that you don't think Coach K is going to get in trouble. He's going to escape by this. Are you a little bit uh, nervous for them now? No, not at all. Right, common sense. Let
2: let common sense guide you. It's obvious that Zion got paid, right? He has a jilted financial advisor that has all of the 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 evidence you could want, and he didn't want to be the. He didn't want to talk about this. He tried to get his lawyers to throw it out of court and all that stuff. The, the The second thing here, the Coach K, he's not really sweating. I don't think that's the right way to describe it. He's been in been described as the paragon of virtue and all that stuff. Impeccable. Even if this all comes out to be true,
5: you know, they'll, they'll look the other way and slap Coach K on the wrist and, and he'll become a contortionist, but he'll get out of it. Next. So J.R. Smith went on the radio and said that he regretted beating up the protester that vandalized his car, which we all saw in a uh, viral video. Now, he said he doesn't want his daughters to have that image of their father. Ben, do you think it'll affect him being able to find another NBA team?
2: Well, he's cooked. He was cooked before this, right? The NBA has spoken. They're not interested in the J.R. Smith business. Even LeBron didn't want to bring him in. They worked him out the Lakers, right? He's done. How'd we do, Koopaloop? You pass this edition. There it is. That's a winner. You can put it on the board. Boogity, boogity, boogity.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Attention, everyone. And the The password password is password. You idiot. Password, the word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller.
2: And away we go. Let's play the game right now. And we have, should we let hollering James play Eddie? What do you think? He really wanted to play. I don't know that he'll be very good at it, though. That's the problem.
1: What, what other choices do we have? Do we have a lot of other we, options? We've got a few
2: other people that want to play. we got other options. we got uh-huh. so we got a ringer. we got a legend, uh, another legend, a guy I don't really know much about. So... I You know what, I mean, I don't think he'll be very good, but he may provide us with some comedy, so I guess let's go with Hollering. All right, Hollering James, congratulations. You're going to play Password, James. I'm going to give an opportunity to play Password. Thank you, Eddie, for giving me the red carpet. I'm ready to run my show on the road. Oh, boy. Well, that's the entertainment factor right there, Eddie. So that's entertainment. People are laughing. Uh, Mr. Irrigation. (laughs) Mr. Irrigation is in Houston. Hello, Mr. Irrigation. Long time no talk, sir. I No, I
0: password and uh, talked to you one time after that.
2: All right, your phone doesn't sound that great to me. Does it sound better hey, to you? Maybe my that. headphones me are see. messed up. I don't know.
0: Fix
2: that. All right. See if we can fix the phone here. At least about three minutes, and we'll be off the air. Uh, no, how's that? How's that? All right, is it good, Roberto? Are we good? Uh, We're I good. It is uh, what it is.
0: <laughs> little A okay. little
2: better. A okay. little better. All right, hollering, James. Who do you want to partner up with, James? I want to partner up with you, Big Ben. We're going to give it a show on the road. Thank you, sweet baby Jesus. All right, and Mr. Irrigation, <laughs> who would you like to partner up with, this? Mr. Irrigation? Uh,
1: I'm going to take, uh,
2: take Eddie. All right, uh, there it is. That's the matchup. So, James, pick a number, 1 to 10, please, sir. 1 to 10, James. 7. All right, I'm going to use the Maller Maneuver. Oh, boy. <laughs> You said word seven. All right. You know the Mallard Maneuver hollering, James? Teach it to me again, Big Ben. No, I don't have time. Here we go. (laughs) Outer? Perimeter. (laughs) I blame Eddie for this. Go ahead, Eddie. I I blame you, too. Um, All right, Mr. Irrigation. Constellation. Base. Yes. Uh ah, shocking. You got that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well uh, there you go. It's uh, hard. That malam maneuver it. helped. Yeah, I'm sure thank it did. you. Yeah. All right. Well you're <laughs> up, Mr. Irrigation. Pick a number one to ten, but not seven.
1: Number one.
2: Numero right. uno. Number one. Uh the password is freedom. Liberty. That is correct. All right. Burn this is going about as I expected. James, we're getting killed Burn. here, James. All right. Pick a number. Come on. Pick a damn number. Hurry up. Chop, chop. Nine. Yep. Number nine. All right. Here we go. Hollering James. Don't have a lot of time. Here we go. The uh, clue is common deer. Common ground. <laughs> oh, I love you, James. <laughs> I want to, we're out of time. The word oh, was Mr. Irrigation. The winner. Hijack! You hijack the show, hollering, "Is Mr. Irrigation?" That's the easiest golden ticket you ever won. I feel like you shouldn't get it, but you do have it. You earned it, so got a murder, got to go. It's not appropriate, but.
1: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed a hundred thousand miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors.